Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, the 20th of May, and the market behaving itself today. We're up 28 points as I speak. Despite Wall Street's performance, Dow Jones was down 165. But the main point about that is there seems to have been a bottoming in everything overnight in the US. The low point on the Dow Jones was down 587. So there was a 400-point bounce. So it was only down 0.48% in the end. And we saw the same sort of thing on the NASDAQ and the S&P 500, which closed slightly down, but also Bitcoin fell at 1.31% last night and bounced 33%. And that has left our market this morning with tech stocks higher. There's some suggestion we've seen the bottom just on the day I write an article about selling tech stocks and buying gold. Blinking tech stocks bounce. But anyway, APT up 4% today, zero up 2.9, REA up 1.8%. So there's a bit of a turning point in tech fortunes last night. And our market also getting a little bit held back by iron ore stocks. BHP down 2%, Rio down 1.7%, Fortescue down 1.1%, and the resources, whole resources complex looking weak today. So our market's doing remarkably well despite that. But the banks are holding things up. CBA's up 2.2%, Westpac up 1%, NAB up 1%, ANZ up 1%. So a peak in resources is the message today and I will come to that in a minute. A few other stories around. Webjet's down 4%. There's some broker research out today after their third quarter numbers yesterday. Talked about the continued impact of COVID and cost reduction initiatives. We've got UBS today with a buy recommendation. Target price 25% above the current share price. Credit Suisse outperform. Target price 13% above the current share price. Ordmanet buy with a target price 2% above the current share price. The travel stocks have hurt us in the recent non-performance period. We continue to hold in there. Convinced that at some point, possibly further away than we had hoped, but at some point they're going to look back or we're going to look back and say that was the obvious time to be buying them. Anyway, we're still holding them. I think we're holding some of them with a bit of a loss now. Qantas today has got a market update. They say on track to deliver $600 million worth of ongoing cost reductions underlying EBITDA guidance, 400 to 450 million. Net debt has peaked. Anyway, the market likes it. Share price is up 3.5% today. We've also had some results from New Farm who are up 4%. There's some research out on AP Eagers or Eagers Automotive as it's now called. They had a trading update at the AGM yesterday, which has left Morgan Stanley with a target price 18% above the current share price and Morgan's with a target price 14% above the current share price. So looking okay this morning. And lastly, Iluca is down 7% on guidance today. Right, we have a couple of things in the strategy piece today. First up, I have done a podcast with Equity Mates. I did one last year that was one of their top or most downloaded podcasts of all time. I'm not sure this one will match that, but Google Equity Mates or go to the strategy piece today, click on the podcast and listen to me talking about the stock market to people far younger and smarter than myself. A few other things in the strategy piece. I have talked today about what was upsetting the market, which is the FOMC minutes. They talked about talking about tapering. Can you believe it? They are warming us up to tapering. It's already started in the UK and Canada. It shouldn't matter too much. We've been 
been we've been had a, or we've had a long long lead into an announcement of tapering we have been softened up i'm amazed really the market reacts at all but that's probably what's upset us overnight plus the bitcoin volatility the other big issue today is the resources sector some companies have been talking about cost pressures st barbara mines had a downgrade recently mineral resources fortescue all complaining about labor costs in wa and we have the chinese trying to talk the iron ore price down saying they will increase domestic production look for other sources other than australian seaborne iron ore which may be the best quality but it's also expensive and overnight the iron ore price is down 3.7 percent we're down to 215 dollars now after the recent spike it just looks like it's going to come off the top nothing terribly wrong you might have heard the bhp ceo Mike Henry at the Bank of American Metals Mining and Steel Conference yesterday saying the outlook for commodities is compelling. Government stimulus and pro-growth agendas are expected to remain in place for an extended period and are anticipated to lead to robust growth, a lift in inflation and solid demand for mineral resources and oil and gas. I mean, the bottom line is whilst the Chinese might be trying to blow the froth off the iron ore price and they might well succeed, the price cycle seems to be set for some period of time, even if it's not a super cycle. But it's going to be driven by global economic recovery, relentless Chinese demand, and these themes of decarbonisation and electrification. It's hard to be negative on resources. But having said that, the sector is now 5% off the top in a couple of weeks. The iron ore price is looking very frothy, and it's enough for us to temporarily temporarily call time on our overweight resources stance we're going neutral neutral weightings on resources stocks instead of overweight so we are pulling back our weightings in bhp rio fortescue and mineral resources to market weight now that doesn't mean much to you but it does pass a message to you that we think resources might just cool off and you can do with that what you will. From a funds ma- fund manager's point of view, our point of view, it means for us neutralising the sector just in case it tips over. And we also build up a little bit more cash, which we are looking to do generally at the moment. Seeing the market as peaking, I'll come to that in a minute. So this suits our purpose, a good place to raise a little bit more cash, just going neutral on resources. Right, and now into the main bit. You probably read or heard earlier in the week our stuff on sentiment indicators, and we put charts up. I have tidied all that up, and in my quest for clicks, loaded it onto the Livewire website today. A series of charts of all these sentiment indicators. I mean, the media are looking for an excuse for the recent sell-off in the market. Inflation is about the best they can come up with, a fear of inflation, but it's so February 2021. And this wobble may just be a, a bit of a mood change, the herd momentum slowing down, the market's beginning to absorb these constant references to peak valuations, peak sentiment, peak everything, bubble everything, the fear of tapering in the US overnight, which should be expected by now, the Chinese talking down the iron ore price, the banks have all gone ex-dividend, the Australian market seasonally peaks now, sell in May and go away, and the news flow is about to fall in a hole as the US results season, which has been very positive, ends, and it usually has a bit of a good time hangover in the month or so afterwards, and our next results season is two months away. Way. So there's this void of news over the next couple of months. We've got some AGMs and stuff. But time for a pause. Nothing serious, barring something serious, just a rest for the moment. So I have justified that with all these sentiment indicators, which are slightly 
perverse, you might think, but they are well worth putting on a watch list and keeping an eye on. They do tend to lead market sentiment. So the most obvious one is Bitcoin, which is a global barometer of irrational exuberance and is certainly losing momentum, especially getting more volatile, which is a sign of change of trend down 32%, up 32%, sorry, down 31%, up 33% last night. And you've got Kathy Woods from ARK tweeting that it's time to sell. And you've got Elon Musk saying that he wasn't selling any. But very, very busy out there. Lots of minds changing on Bitcoin at the moment. Tesla as well. I've put that in another barometer of risk appetite. I've also put a stock box in P of 126. You need to be exuberant to be buying Tesla at these prices. As always, plenty of people do. Then we look at the pointy end in Australia, which is the ASX information technology sector. Have a look at that chart. It's only 4.2% of the ASX 200, but it's still the sexy part of the Australian market and there's a lot of selling going on there. Similarly so in Afterpay. Have a look at that chart. Stock box is in the newsletter as well today as well. And then we look at the VIX volatility index. Have a look at that in the US. Although we were settling down nicely in the last few days, volatility has started to pick up again. We're up from the hyper bull market levels around 15 up to 22. Just seems to be trending the wrong way at the moment. And if this is a chart which tells you when others are fearful, in other words, when you should be buying and when others are greedy, when you should be selling, then we are off. We are coming off max greedy at the moment. There's a chart of the Aussie dollar as well, which despite commodity prices flying along is plateauing, which is suggesting perhaps that recovery optimism is peaking as well. And then there's the gold price. As you know, this week we've bought a couple of gold stocks as the gold price breaks its downtrend and starts to head up. And that's an indicator as well that sentiment or caution is rising in the market. So go and have a look at those sentiment indicators in the newsletter today. A good list of indicators to have a look at each day. We use them to judge market sentiment. And the clear message is that sentiment's peaking. So we have done a little bit of selling of technology over the last week. We've bought some gold stocks and today we're neutralizing, which means reducing slightly our resources weightings. And that's how we're sitting at the moment. And we are debating every morning whether to cash up even more. And that is a sign to you guys as well that that's how we're feeling. And maybe you should be feeling the same way or not. It's up to you, not me. Right, as I leave you, Dow Jones futures down 46. Our market was down, was up 28 when I started talking. It's now up 55. Resources coming back nicely, actually. Technology doing well. Just as I say, sell or we start selling. APT up 5.5%, now zero up 4.1%. And that's about that. You have a fabulous day and I will speak to you soon. <laughs> 